Thank you for listening to this Miller Time Media Podcast. This interview took place during our Miller Time Live radio program. For information on the program, you can visit our page on Facebook, facebook.com slash Radio. You can also find us on any of your favorite podcasting platforms by searching Miller Time Media. If you do not find us on your favorite podcast platform, not to fear, just send us an email and we'll get it done for you, Radio at outlook.com. Thank you and enjoy. That, uh, that TV show from the 1970s and 80s? Yes. Do you know I it? Do. I know you know it because I played it for you. Yeah. <laughs> this, was a, this was a TV show about two California Highway Patrol officers who rode on uh, Kawasaki motorcycles for many years. And it ran from, uh, I think, like 77 to 84, 83 or something like that. And let's see. Who knows? I wonder if you know. I'm guessing most people that are listening right now know. Of course, the uh, the show is called Chips C H I P S, and it's uh, the C H P is the California Highway Patrol, and C H I P S is the uh, the acronym. They call them Chips. We're joined uh, usually on this time by Attorney David Dewar and Warren Owazi Harold, our buddy. Uh, this is legally speaking, uh, David Dewar from Thompson Wilkes Attorneys. Good morning, gentlemen. Welcome to the program. How are you on this Wednesday Hump Day? Good morning. Good morning. Yes, very well, thanks. And how are you guys doing? Good, yeah, very thanks. good. Wazi and, uh, and and Attorney Dave Dwar, you guys were uh, listening as we uh, we played that theme song in, earlier, and uh, you said you oh, knew it was Chips, easy. and you knew it very well, but you were trying to remember the two main guys. Um, yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. Eric Estrada played uh, Poncherello, Frank Poncherello. Poncherello, yeah, yeah he's Punch. the he was the Mexican uh, American dude that uh, was the California Highway Patrolman, and uh, he was a bit of a ladies' man, if you remember, right? He had that those beautiful white teeth, <laughs> and he had that bright smile, and it, you know, if he if he if he pulled over a beautiful woman in a car, he couldn't very well write her a ticket because he was too busy being flirtatious with her. And then, of course, do you know? <laughs> yeah, me too. And the other other one let me yeah. see do either one of you guys remember the uh, the name of the other uh, other uh, highway patrolman that was on the other motorcycle 15 mary 3 and 4 do you remember who they were was it was it was it butch no i think his first name was john it was but john I can't remember the surname john baker that's uh, yeah. yeah baker so it was baker punch and baker john and punch yeah. yep and that was uh, that was their their call no, signs were fifteen Mary three and fifteen Mary four of course mm-hmm. because uh, fifteen L A Mary three and four sorry because they were in the L A sector of California and uh, you uh, bonus points if you remember the name of the the captain oh no oh the name the remember the guy that, with the white hair that was the captain of the station. Uh, I don't remember. It was uh, Captain. Uh, no. No, it was Captain Gutierre. Was it was the name of the character, and he was played by a well-known actor by the name of Robert Pine. By the way, who's been in many things. So, 
No, no I, I was more interested in the motorbikes than who was yeah. on them. And they were riding, Kawa oh. they were riding Kawasaki's oh. back in those days. Kawasaki police yeah. motorbikes. And, of course, later on, yeah. Harley-Davidson for a while. And then uh, the CHP went to a BMW. Yeah, they realized that uh, you couldn't catch much on a Harley. <laughs> That's right, except a cold. <laughs> <laughs> so and that was on a good day going downhill <laughs> yeah right that's why they went to the, they, they, the Kawasaki's were great and I, I recently saw an episode of um, uh, American Pickers those two guys Frank and uh, Mike where yes, they go around and they yes, buy yes, things on yes. History Channel I love that show and they, they actually ran that's, into somebody uh, well, it, it wasn't them though it was the guys that did counting cars the count and uh, and he actually oh, okay. someone brought a Kawasaki motorcycle from that time period in and asked him to restore it to actual CHP livery and uh, make it look just like one of the bikes John and Poncho would. And and they did it perfectly. They had to go back and, and see the show, which was probably kind of hard back then because I mean that was old reel to reel and the quality wasn't the best. So you really had to know what those bikes looked like in those days. Yeah. So well, actually, funny you should mention it, but yeah. on. Um, American pickers that actually found one. Um, really? There was, I saw uh, in one of the clips that they found one. Yeah, wow. It was on last week. I love that show. I watched it uh, yesterday. They had it on, yeah, uh, well. I think it was, two, yeah, yesterday was Tuesday, and they had it on repeat on the History Channel. I fell asleep watching it, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as well. Well, as well. well, I'll tell you, gentlemen, what, um, um, it, it leads perfectly, you know, cops, and it leads perfectly into our topic of the day, which we, yeah. which we alluded to uh, last week, and something that our police force uh, make use of very, very often, uh -huh. um, is something called PI cover, public indemnity cover. Oh, yes. And Dave and I are going to chat about that a bit today. Um, you know, um, lots of liability is in the law enforcement department. Well, absolutely, yeah. but you, you, would, you would think that, okay, so who does it apply to? i got to tell you, Dust, um, and, and Dave will back me up on this. I mean, a, a, any relevant profession, I mean, you could be an architect, an accountant, an engineer, uh, an insurance advisor. I've got, I've got PI cover. Uh, even doctors have, have got PI cover, and basically what yeah. you're public, uh, uh, your professional indemnity uh, insurance covers you for is um, negligence. So if you in your professional capacity should have known better or <laughs> have made a, a, a legitimate mistake or yeah. whatever, mm -hmm. um, you get this thing called PI cover. But did you know that most household insurance policies also carry PI cover? No, I did not know that. Two million, or, or, or whatever the case might be. So that's my my opening uh, sort of um, mm. introduction. Dave, what what are your thoughts on PI cover? Well, what I can tell you is that at Thompson Wilkes Attorneys, we have <laughs> forty five. We have cover for forty five million rand million for. Billion yeah, we have cover. Oh, for we have 40, 40, got yeah, we've got million, forty-five million per you know per event. I don't think we've ever had to use it though. Yeah, because you know not. we're good. We no. get it right. So, but is that but yeah. it sits there. Yeah. Is, is that legal malpractice cover or what is is that to cover one of yeah, their attorneys if they do something outside of the law? Yeah, it's it's call it malpractice. Right. It's the equivalent of malpractice. Yeah, um, you know, and then you get uh, public liability. So you know, on my my home policy, I've got public liabilities that if someone slips and falls down the steps, mm -hmm. um, you know, insurance claim for it. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, or if you if you I'll give you an example. Your your dog runs out of your driveway. Yes. Okay. And bites a cyclist. I mean, now we know with the Jasmine and Ariel and Chewy, we don't have a problem. Yeah, exactly but, right. But um, you know what? I mean, some people have got beautiful Rottweilers and big uh, Burbuls and that mm-hmm. type of thing. And you know, um, these dogs can be vicious. You mm-hmm. know, if mm-hmm. they sense a threat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. More likely to get more likely to get bitten by a Jack Russell, though. Yeah. Well, I was going to say also also Mallorquis, but the nice thing yeah. about them is. It's it's more of a a, a fright. Um, why yeah. is why yeah. is your dog baiting me? You know, <laughs> that is not my dog. <laughs> your, your your French accent is not good. <laughs> You're away from it. And we have French. Yeah. We have, but by the way, to... French listeners, and they listen to our podcast. We are the number one country outside of South Africa where our interestingly enough our podcasts are listened to is France. And I don't know why that is because oh, okay. we don't we don't speak French, but. Um, Oh, oh, bonjour. Oh, bonjour. Oh, bonjour, France. Okay. <laughs> we we definitely a, want yeah. to visit. <laughs> give us, um, give us yeah, an absolutely. example, David, of, of uh, like you say in your industry. Um, cool. I've got a wonderful. Attorney, yeah, what could an attorney uh, let me, let me give you one that I'm, that I, have a, I have a current case at the moment that I'm dealing with. I can give you an example of one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can give you, uh, I'll give you two examples. So the one is an, as an attorney, I have a matter running at the moment where the advocate was reading an email on their cell phone standing in the queue at McDonald's. And surprise, surprise, they didn't read it properly. So my advice to everyone is do not have your work emails on your cell phone because, yeah. you know, it's it's an afterthought rather than primary. Um, didn't read the email properly, which means they didn't see the attachment, which means they missed a critical document. Um, and the client has now sued for half a million rand. Sure. Wow. That's a professional oh, wow. indemnity. That's a professional indemnity cover because that's what it cost the client yeah. as a result of someone standing in the queue at McDonald's not reading his documents properly. Wow, not reading it properly. Yeah. And, yes. and the other if example. I was standing at McDonald's too, I wouldn't read properly. This is true because you'd be more thinking <laughs> about that yeah. sauce. You know? Lissady is is yeah. at McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. no, I'll, I'll so, just be thinking of my chocolate shit. Um, <laughs> and this is why, yeah, so it's just, so, you know, you never, ever, ever have, just don't do your work emails on your cell phone because you're not able to concentrate properly. It's an, you know, you're reading it while you're doing something else. And yeah, that's yeah. when mistakes happen. Um, so, you know, I've got my personal emails on my cell phone, but my work emails sit on my computer. And it also means that at five o'clock when I turn my computer off, that's it. That's actually very so, good you know, as well. That's yeah, a very yeah. good thing. It, it, so, it's very difficult, especially yeah. in these times where we've been working from home, to to turn off uh, the work. You know, we, we need to, to switch off at five. I've got a, a very good friend who's been, uh, she works in HR. She's been working from home since, uh, yeah. since lockdown in, in end of March. And uh, it's bad enough when she's at the office remembering that she needs to leave at the correct time. But now that she's been working from home, she sometimes will work until 7 yeah. or 8 at night and not even realize it. Easy, 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 easy. And then the other one that I've got at, running at the moment, um, it's a case up in Joburg where um, an architect came along, um, did some alterations to the house, um, and the architect did a lousy job for starters, um, so that you've got a building issue there. Secondly, the yes. architect didn't get the plans approved by city council, 
And the third problem that arises from this is that there's now no roof certificate either. So the client, if something goes wrong, has a major, major problem because their whole insurance policy is now invalid because things haven't been built properly. Ooh, that's a good one, David. So, you know, you sit with, so the architect ultimately is going to sit with a big issue there, but the thing is the architect has been more than negligent. They've been woefully neglectful because they didn't do what they needed to do. So this is the sort of situation that if you don't have PI covering in place, you know, this architect is going to be facing, if something goes wrong, touch wood, they'll be facing a claim of, Two million rand to rebuild the house if, wow. it, if something happens. Yeah, yeah, and that's what he would turn to his PR cover, get down on his knees, yeah. and 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 pray for favour, um, yes. because no one wants to take two and a half million rand, even if they have it, um, out of their bank accounts yes. to settle a claim. Yes. Um, I, I obviously in the insurance industry. I, I mean, I can sure. And we we got cases that have come before the umbat and. Um, so, you know, some, some are really ridiculous. But, I mean, other there's cases where if you have – one of the things that I, I chat about and I, I sort of touched on on Monday is dealing and dust. You also – you said, look, not all financial advisors are created equal. That's right. Now, as yeah, as, much oh, yeah. as it pains you um, – Just like not all attorneys, the by the way, are created equal. Absolutely. Absolutely. Attorney David Dewar. Mm. You know? um, we got, we got to say it. We got to From say Thompson Wilkes Attorneys. Tuck it in there. Put it in there. Get it in there. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, we, we've got a, a, a case. So I go see a client. Client says, um, I, 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 I don't want a will. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, no, don't take my. Uh, um, I've got. Mm, I, I don't want you to do a financial needs analysis. Now I make my clients sign disclosures. Yes. You don't want to work. Yeah. He has. He has a piece of paper. You don't want a financial needs analysis. It's clearly stated on a document that you do not want a private uh, a, a financial needs analysis done. The reason being is that I'll go one day. Something happens to the client, whether it's a disability claim or death claim, where I'm trying to deal with with the the spouse that's being left behind. And um, they say, well, why didn't you include um, executive fees and estate duty? And I go, well, he didn't want a financial needs analysis. The umbar comes to me and says, let let me see your legal documents. So Uh when I do um, a client's portfolio, just the pages – that the client has to sign. Okay, this is not all the pages of the proposal. Just the pages that the client has to sign. I counted the other day 32 different pages Jeez. that you have to yeah. sign as a client. Oh. And they would include, yeah, I, 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 I do not want a will. I do not want a, fin- a financial needs analysis. If I do a financial needs analysis and it says they need 10 million rands worth of life cover, and they only want five million. I say, okay, my recommendation is ten million. What is the client taken? Clients only taken five million. What is the reason for that? And I have to put in a reason that client it's affordability yeah. or taking client's yeah. instruction. And then the client has to sign that document. And it's the it's the good old uh, CYAFM, you know. Yeah. Um, cover your ass, basically. <laughs> that um, should and, be a yep, that's been that's, a name for a great radio station. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like uh, the likes of Gareth Cliff could head up that stage. Absolutely. Yeah. And us. Hey, by can the way. you imagine the PR cover that Gareth Cliff must have? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah I mean. I'd love to be Gareth Cliff's broker, his short-term broker. Mm-hmm. Um, um, that that being said, it, a, a doctor um, could misdiagnose something and treat you, and it's and it turns out that it's. I mean, I'll give you an example. Myself, quite a few years ago, went to the um, the, the GP and said, "I've got such a pain in my calf, man." Um, and it's been there, like, you know, for two days. I'm just a bit concerned. So uh, maybe just take some cataflam or whatever. And I said, I don't know if it's that simple, hey? She says, oh, well, you're on discovery. Should we send you for a Doppler? I said, well, I think that's kind of, you know, what the medical aid's for, you know, if that's what you think. It's true. As I went for a Doppler, I had deep vein thrombosis. I had a DVT yeah, in my leg. Yeah. Now, that thing could have, could have, could have run up my leg. Fortunately, it was below the knee, so not not uh, too bad. But um, if if she had just sent me home with some cataflam and they'd found out that I had a DVT and I'd been at the doctor that day, um, the doctor would have had a case to answer for, um, you know, in terms of malpractice. Yes. yes. So those are the type of examples. Are you? Are, are, are we on air? You are. Hello, Dust? Yeah, we here. I think we are. <laughs> I, thought, I thought everything was very quiet for a while. We're just waiting for <laughs> you. We're just enjoying your, we are. We're enjoying your soliloquy. Yes, exactly soliloquy. right. Soliloquy. Wow. That's, that, that's a big that, word. That's, that's a, that's a, that's a $20 word if I haven't heard one. Wow. Yeah, oh, oh, marmalade. None Mom. of us can get a word in. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Well, Drive, at least today you've learned a little bit about PI cover yeah. and why it's necessary. So yes. when you're brand, the, the good news is, is that on your, your homeowner's policy, um, at two million costs like nine rand kind of yeah, thing. So it's, yeah, it's, it's not expensive. Yeah, um, but that's public liability, not professional indemnity. Mm. That's right. That's mm. public liability, of course, and which, here, is, which, is, which is different. And here, when but, you, you know, still, it's for nine rand, it's really spend the money. It's worth it. Um, nine rand, yeah. You know, and even, if, even if you push it up to five million, you know, and you're over yeah, insured yeah. for it, yeah. it's, you know, you never know what happens. You know, someone slips on your, your stairs, you know, they fall down, they crack their head open, you know, and, um, will break their neck on the, in the fall and now suddenly you know you've got to actually pay for someone for the rest of their life wow you know get yeah, the cover exactly get mm-hmm. the cover you can't you know because you don't know how much that's going to cost i mean you think of um you know the rugby player victor vermeulen or max brito who broke their necks you know they, yes. they need support for the rest of their lives so you know, spend Absolutely. you know if it's going to cost you nine rand spend 50 make sure you've got more than enough cover on it yeah is there um is exactly. there is there I've a, got, uh, most of my clients say take it at five? Is there a cap yeah. on uh, on damages for uh, personal injury in South Africa like there are in some states? No, there's no cap, so you can it, the sky's no, the limit no, no, what yeah, you can sue for, really. Uh huh. Wow. Yeah, I mean, you, you take you take a say in his in his final year of of engineering, and he's doing something like aeronautic space engineering you know um and uh, the the kid comes to your house for a bry and slips and falls cracks open his head he now develops seizures okay and cannot continue with his studies they take into account future earnings 
Um, yes. So you could be sitting with 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 a public liability claim of like 20, 30 million rand. Wow. So yeah, it's 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 yeah. Yo. No, it's hectic. Yeah. It's hectic. Easy. Now here's it's not difficult. <clears throat> so so then at five million you're underinsured. Yeah. I think my my PR sits. I mean yeah, my absolutely. public public liability sits at ten million. Wow. Here's a yes, yeah, which I think is safe. Yeah. Here's I'd a, rather pay an extra ten bucks for it. Yeah, safe. absolutely. Here's exactly. a here's a two part question uh, as we wrap up. But I just I want to pose this two part question to you, uh, Attorney Dave Duar of Thompson Wilkes Attorneys, uh, for all your legal needs. If um, Number one, as I'm walking around uh, with my dog on uh, municipal streets here in, in Joburg, and, uh, you know, when you have a pavement in front of your house or if there's not a pavement, but especially where there's a pavement or in front of a business, uh, for instance, going down the one road here in the neighborhood, there's a petrol station and near that there is a, a bit of a pavement and uh, there's a giant hole there, right? Now, in the States, just about every state, Someone is required mm -hmm. to maintain premises, whether it's the municipality, if it's municipality controlled, there are areas yeah. that are controlled by the private property owner, even though they're, con they're also controlled by the municipality, but if it's in front of your house, you're, you're, you're required to control it. If I fall into that hole, I'm going to sue somebody. Here in South Africa, I just walk all over the place, and it seems like there's holes. There's there's uh, pieces of iron sticking up out of the ground, electrical wires that are just laying bare. Uh, who's who's Is there liability there if someone gets hurt in that hole or on that, that piece of uh, wrought iron that's sticking up out of the, the middle of the pavement? And, uh, and, and no one has removed it or repaired it or done what needs to be done. There's so many places where I just see even these, co yeah. these concrete covers over a drain that have just fallen in, and there's a giant gaping hole there. And if you're not careful, I've walked through here at night before walking yeah. around, and I've nearly fallen into one of them. Yeah. Well, the, the quick answer to that is that you, the basic principle is that whoever owns the land is the person who's responsible. Um, you know, assuming, of course, that you can show that, you know, they were negligent, but we won't get into that. Um, you know, so in for the situation of a pavement, it's, it's going to be city council. So, um, and I mean, I, could, I can tell yeah. you that, that Joburg um, has a facility that if you have a, if you lose a tire because you went through a, a pothole, you can actually climb from even, them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they pay out. City of wow. Joburg pays out for that. So if you if you just say you fall, you're walking on one of these pavements that is very clearly mm -hmm. municipal controlled uh, area yeah. next to a road, or even in a road you you're walking and you fall into a hole or something, uh, you can sue the city of Joburg or the city of Cape Town or whatever municipality if you're in Swane or wherever you happen to be and recover. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Yeah, you would approach yeah. either Saul or Dave Dewar from Thompson Woods. Absolutely. Yeah. So, just that's it. <laughs> so, Lissady, um, but there's I'm, one. Yes. There's, there's, there's one major difference between our damages claims and American damages claims. Yes. The American system has a concept of punitive damages. Um, yes. You know, so for example, you know, um, and that's why you get lawsuits in America that run up to, you know, millions and hundreds of millions because yeah. that's what people are claiming for punitive damages. Yes. Here, we don't have that. So our damages will put you in the same position you would be in but for the event. So maybe I shouldn't run um, out and, 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 and fall in this hole because I was just going to tell Lissady to take over the show yeah. while I go for a walk. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I would so, rather just keep my leg in that uh, between you and I. Yes. And, yeah. Yeah. Unless I'm going to become so a millionaire, you know, but it's not going to happen here in South Africa is what you're telling me? 
No, no, yeah. no. You're better, oh. off, you're better off slipping in a supermarket in the States because then you can sue them for all of those things. Yeah, that's um, why I've exactly. always seen because the States. I've always seen it as an opportunity to make money because I've always thought I can slip somewhere <laughs> or something like that can happen to yeah. me and I can yeah. just sue. Unfortunately, it doesn't apply here. It's very sad. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um, but I mean, as Warren says, you know, so you take the engineer example again. Um, so you'll, you'll basically put the guy in the same position, you know, replace all his earnings that he's lost um, because of of the accident that happened. Right. Um, in the States, you know, you'd pay him all of that and then also the punitive damages for not looking after your property, etc. Um, you know, which would be another 50 million. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of, some of those settlements in the States are absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, they're bonkers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you're going to do it for a million US dollars, sure, <laughs> Justin, go through the... Yeah. But yeah. a million rand, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know so much. <laughs> yeah, no, not going to take you far. Yeah, not going to get you not very gonna far. Not going to take you far. Yeah. Mr. Dewar, thank you so much for your thank time you. this morning once again. Um, you're a Gentlemen and Lissetti, yeah, absolute pleasure again. Thank you very much. Thank Attorney uh, David Dewar from Thompson Wilkeson. He loves when I say this. I'm just going to put it on a recording for him. Yeah. I'll just hit the recording. <laughs> it's always a pleasure to have you. Uh, I'm going to play The Sham by Georgetown and the Moonies again to play us out, but I'm going to get some, oh, some cool new, I'm going to get some I more music had- from them this week. Yeah, that's, that's a good idea, brother. You got yes. to put it on the have show. You, have you had them on the show? No, but I'm 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 trying to find out who. I, see, I've got I've got these these people who are agents for bands and and musicians and things, and I'm still trying to figure out who handles yeah. them. So I'm one of these. Uh, days yeah, they do the end stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, really? So that's probably why no one can find them. I will uh, I will find their yeah. website and uh, well, I you know I've asked three of the, yeah, uh, just, three of the, the the people the promoters and no one knows who handles them. So that's probably why. Just yeah, just get hold of them on Facebook. I will do it. I'll do it. Today. I normally you know. Lasady, yeah. my producer. Yeah, just, will, that's will what I do. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <got you. laughs> ah, yeah right. send in, yeah, send in the big guns. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so it is uh, ten forty. Thank you, gentlemen. Okay. We'll catch you uh, next week. But I, I'm gonna I'll, I'll send you guys a message. I've got a, a couple things to run by you here uh, this afternoon. Program. Yeah, awesome sources, man. All right. All right. God bless you. Have a good day. A good week, everyone. Enjoy. Yes. Yes. You as well. Yes. That is yes. Attorney Dave Dora from Thompson Bye-bye. Wilkes Attorneys Bye. and uh, Wazi Warren Harold, our buddy, and uh, they're uh, always here with us on a Wednesday. It is uh, legally speaking, and uh, just giving them a chance, you know, talking for an extra minute, so I can give uh, Dave Dora a chance to get to his radio and turn the volume back up. Here it is for him, Georgetown and the Moonies, the Sham. Here's a here's a two part question uh, as we wrap up, but I just I want to pose this two part question to you, uh, Attorney Dave Duar of Thompson Wilkes Attorneys, uh, for all your legal needs. If um, number one, as I'm walking around uh, with my dog on uh, municipal streets here in in Joburg, and uh, you know when you have a pavement in front of your house, or if there's not a pavement, but especially where there's a pavement, or in front of a business, uh, for instance, going down the one road here in the neighborhood, there's a petrol station, and near that there is a a bit of a pavement, and uh, there's a giant hole there, right? Now in the states, just about every state, 
someone is required mm-hmm. to maintain premises, whether it's the municipality, if it's municipality controlled, there are areas yeah. that are controlled by the private property owner, even though they're, con- they're also controlled by the municipality. But if it's in front of your house, you're, you're, you're required to control it. If I fall into that hole, I'm going to sue somebody. Here in South Africa, I just walk all over the place, and it seems like there's holes. There's there's uh, pieces of iron sticking up out of the ground, electrical wires that are just laying bare. Uh, who's who's Is there liability there if someone gets hurt in that hole or on that, that piece of uh, wrought iron that's sticking up out of the, the middle of the pavement? And, uh, and and no one has removed it or repaired it or done what needs to be done. There's so many places where I just see even these co- yeah. these concrete covers over a drain that have just fallen in, and there's a giant gaping hole there. And if you're not careful, I've walked through here at night before walking yeah. around, and I've nearly fallen into one of them. Yeah. Well, the the quick answer to that is that you know, the, the basic principle is that whoever owns the land is the person who's responsible. Um, you know, assuming, of course, that you can show that, you know, they were negligent, but we won't get into that. Um, you know, so in for the situation of a pavement, it's, it's going to be city council. So, um, and I mean, I, could, I can tell you that, that Joburg um, has a facility that if you have a, if you lose a tire because you went through a, a pothole, you can actually a claim it from them. Yeah. yeah, and they pay out. City of wow. Joburg pays out for that. So if you if you just say you fall, you're walking on one of these pavements that is very clearly municipal controlled uh, area yeah. ne- next to a road, or even in a road you you're walking and you fall into a hole or something, uh, you can sue the city of Joburg or the city of Cape Town or whatever municipality if you're in Swanee or wherever you happen to be and recover. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Yeah, you would approach yeah. either Saul or Dave Dewar from Thompson Wood. Absolutely. Yeah. So yes, that's it. <laughs> so the city. Um, but there's I'm, one. Yes. There's, there's, there's one major difference between our damages claims and American damages claims. Yes. The American system has a concept of punitive damages. Um, yes. You know, so for example, you know, um, and that's why you get lawsuits in America that run up to you know millions and hundreds of millions because yeah. that's what people are claiming for punitive damages. Yes. Here we don't have that, so our damages will put you in the same position you would be in but for the event. So maybe I shouldn't run um, out and, and, that, and, and fall in this hole because I was just going to tell Lasady to take over the show yeah. while I go for a walk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I would so, rather just keep my leg in that uh, between you and I. Yes. Austin, yeah. Yeah. Unless I'm going to become so a millionaire, you know, but it's not going to happen here in South Africa, is what you're telling me? No, no, yeah. no. You're better, oh. off, you're better off slipping in a supermarket in the States because then you can sue them for all of those things. Yeah, that's um, why I've always seen the States. I've always seen it as an opportunity to make money because I've always thought I can slip somewhere or something like that can happen to yeah, me and I can just yeah. sue. Unfortunately, it doesn't apply here. It's very sad. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um, but I mean, as Warren says, you know, so you take the engineer example again. Um, so you'll you'll basically put the guy in the same position, you know, replace all his earnings that he's lost um, because of of the accident that happened. Right. Um, in the states, you know, you'd pay him all of that, and then also the punitive damages for not looking after your property, etc. Um, you know, which would be another fifty million. Oh wow! Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, some of, some of those settlements in the states are absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, they're bonkers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to do it for a million US dollars, sure, Justin, go through the yeah. But yeah. a million rand, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know so much. <laughs> yeah, no, not going to take you far. Yeah, not going to get you not very far. Not going to take you far. 
Yeah. Mr. Dewar, thank you so much for your thank time you. this morning once again. Um, you're a Gentlemen and Lissetti, yeah, absolute pleasure again. Thank you very much. Thank Attorney uh, David Dewar from Thompson Wilkeson. He loves when I say this. I'm just going to put it on a recording for him. Yeah. I'll just hit the record. <laughs> and it's always a pleasure to have you. Uh, I'm going to play The Sham by Georgetown and the Moonies again to play us out, but I'm going to get some, oh, some yeah. new, cool, I'm going to get some I, more yeah. music from them this week. Yeah, that's, that's uh, a good idea, brother. You got yeah. to put it on the have show. You, have you had them on the show? No, but I'm 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 trying to find out who. I, uh, see, I've got I've got these these people who are agents for bands and and musicians and things, and I'm still trying to figure out who handles yeah. them. So I'm one of these. Uh, days oh, they do the end stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, really? So that's probably why no one can find them. I will uh, I will find their yeah. website and uh, well, I you know I've asked three of the, yeah, the just, three of the, the the people the promoters and no one knows who handles them. So that's probably why. Just yeah, just get hold of them on Facebook. I will do it. I'll do it. I normally you know. Lissadi, yeah. my producer. Yeah, I just, will, that's will what I do. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. send in, yeah, send in the big guns. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so it is uh, ten forty. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. We'll catch you uh, next week. But I, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll send you guys a message. I've got a, a couple things to run by you here uh, this afternoon. Program yeah, awesome okay. sources, man. All right. All right. Enjoy. God bless you. Have a great day. Have well, a good day and a good week, everyone. Enjoy. Yes, you okay. as well. Yeah. That is yeah. Attorney Dave Dorr from Thompson Bye-bye. Wilkes Attorneys. Bye. And uh, Wazi Warren Herald, our buddy. And uh, they're... Uh, always here with us on a Wednesday. It is uh, Legally Speaking, and uh, I'm just giving him a chance, you know, talking for an extra minute so I can give uh, Dave Dura a chance to get to his radio and turn the volume back up. Here it is for him, Georgetown and the Moonies, The Sham.